This episode of Quick Sixer Podcast is sponsored by Mumford Brewing Company. Located in the Arts District of downtown Los Angeles. Are you going in? Yeah. Hello. It's him, boys. Matt Ars and Drew Pasley. This is episode 24 of Quick Sixer Podcast. We're with your boy. Vaughn Roberts, Roberts, comedian, uh, actor, and whatever else they'll allow me to do. (laughs) You know, he just Snapchat doing his thing. Uh, So this is actually a a big deal, this episode for us. Mm. We just... uh, Uh, Two two things, two things to bring up. Go ahead. Vaughn's our first comedian. Oh, that's awesome, man. I I like pioneering stuff. Um, (laughs) uh, And this is our first sponsored podcast yep. oh that's so, awesome this particular one sponsored by mumford brewing company yep uh downtown la we got um, some huge nice, ass crawlers yeah crawlers from the brewery you know, we got we got three different kinds so um and it's nice because your boy lives downtown so oh, we yeah, got to just know. walk over there or we, we drove over there but yeah, we, we drove over this there. time we drove you know you know it's raining though um yeah so the mumford brothers hooked us up uh shout out to those dudes those dudes are awesome Hit it up. Um, this time we got Looters, which is an 8.0 beer. Uh, it's real nice. That's what I'm drinking right now. We got, We're gonna switch it all up. Yeah, we got we got Jeff, which is a Heffenweiser, and we got Bigums, which is what I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what it was though. I forget it was like a too. Belgium. Yeah, I think it's it probably Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, but anyways, uh, shout out to the Mumford boys. You guys are killing it. Appreciate yep. this. Um, so, so uh, let's get let's, let's get right into it. Yeah, um, we we went we went to this brewery today, right? To, mm-hmm. to pick up our uh, wonderful beverages, and uh, me and Drew saw something that we'd never seen before. Well, they canned the beers at the place. Yeah, it was insane. It was, it was weird. Like I I've never seen that happen. Yeah, it was super weird. Know. Like, have you seen you seen a beer get canned before? Me, I I don't. You know what? This is a special occasion for us all because I don't even drink. So oh. I'm drinking Jeff because he had the lowest <laughs> alcohol just, percentage. I'm like, hey, it's Saturday, just, Jeff. Just your boy, though. <laughs> oh, Jeff man. got AA meeting percentage. He's got, oh. he's got O'Halligan's percentage. So uh, <laughs> it is a special occasion. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can switch it up if you don't want to drink too much this oh, yeah, yeah. It's all good. I'm, I'm hanging out with you guys. You guys, this is a celebration. Mumford is rocking with you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so cheers, my dude. So, um, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we want to talk to, to Vaughn about comedy. You, you are a comedian. You've been doing it for how long? I've been doing it for five years plus, man. So... Yeah, I'm still a, I'm still a baby. They say uh, big things don't start happening until like after seven. You start to understand comedy in in like your fifth year. So I'm in a, I'm it's a it's a marathon, not a not a not a sprint. Sure. How'd you get started? Well, I got started. It was pretty. It was it was a nice start, man. I was going to the same barber shop as like Tyler the Creator, Trevor Ariza. And uh, Trevor Ariza, he plays for the Lakers. So we were all in the same barber shop and making everybody laugh. My cousin, he just knows everybody for no reason. Shout out to David. And uh, <laughs> they're like, who's David? That's a big name. <laughs> just a lot of David. It's like Jeff. Every day, every day, I just went. Yeah, that's us. That's us. I do, yeah. Um, 
basically my barber Jay, he was just like, hey man, you need to do comedy, man. I I, I can't even cut your hair no more if you don't do this. So, <laughs> so uh, it, after that, it was like, okay. So then uh, I jumped right in into it. They set it up for me. I did a show at the Laugh Factory, the first show I ever did. I got was that paid Laugh for Factory? it. Yeah, the one on Sunset. Oh, so the first show I ever did, I got paid for it. So it was it's pretty That's awesome. Like the main room. It's unheard of. Main yeah. Room? Uh, yeah, main room. It's, I mean, in the Laugh Factory, it's only one. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's, you're thinking of the comedy store yeah, where yeah, they got yeah, multiple yeah. rooms. That's right, that's right. So it was pretty cool, man. I met the uh, I met the that's owner, nuts, and uh, it was it was awesome, man. I was, uh, you know what's funny? When I went to go pick up my check, because they, yeah. they hold it, so I went to go pick up my Until check you're from done there. with your set? I no, they after the show and everything, oh, they, okay, okay. they they hold your check. So I went to go pick up my check from the window, and they gave me the check. And uh, I walked up and down the street. I was like, I was excited. I was like, Whoa, this is cool, man! Yeah. My first check from comedy. And somebody yelled out the window, "Who cares?" <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Okay, that's how we that's hey, how we doing that's it. That's how it is. Real humble. <laughs> then afterwards. I just I just went into a downward spiral because I didn't know what I was doing. I went up there; it was a fluke, man. I mean, it was it wasn't a fluke. I just didn't know how to do what I did the first time. Okay. Yeah. So I so had you, to learn. It it took the rest of your I guess the couple more years to really hone in on your craft, right? Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of just a lot of changes. One minute I was it it was a lot of growth. Let's just say yeah. that one instance where I knew I had to just like really grow and develop myself and the way i did that faster did that faster was i got my own room i, I got my own room I, I started hosting open mic hosting open mics and would would give me a lot of stage time to develop myself yeah and okay. to get comfortable on stage uh but one instance that made me know that i really need to get my shit together was there was this uh actor who's uh famous for putting out his own movies i'm not gonna say his name you know what I mean? Right. And he was at the the Ha Ha Cafe okay. in uh, North North uh, North Hollywood. Okay. And basically, uh, I had was I told him I was like, hey, I'm a writer, and this and this. And <laughs> I was trying to get on, so yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm a writer. I, I'm I'm funny and this and that and that. So he immediately he just it just I guess he I looked like one. So he was like he just gave me his number and his contact and everything. And he sat in the audience and watched me die on stage. Oh my God! Just bomb after bomb it, and I he had texted me before I got on stage like I got you stored in my phone, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it! I texted him back, I got you, bro, and he didn't even reply. So whatever, oh, hey, man. <laughs> don't lie. Damn. I feel like like things like that have for a reason though. I mean, like maybe that wasn't going to be the biggest step for you is with him. You know, like yeah. I don't know. Did you stay in contact with him later? I mean, I've seen him around at different shows. I, I'm pretty sure he don't really remember me, or yeah. if he does, he probably yeah. remembers me. And is like, I I don't look the same. Right. I went. Uh, I had a. I used to have a like a big beard. Yeah. Yeah. So like like I was from Philadelphia or some oh, shit. Like a Sunni, and uh, I had <laughs> waves. So. Yeah, it's it's really a drastic change. Now I got some kind of Kendrick Lamar shit on the top of my head. And, <laughs> Hey, you gotta do your. You know, it was just That's a drastic style change, yeah. but it was it was good. I changed my name too. I was going by a made up moniker back then too. So can we hear it? Von J. It was Von, Von J. J. It was just Von a mixture. J. It was my name in reverse. Ah, all right. So Von cool. J. 
Yeah. But 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 at some point you were like Von J's not funny now it's Von Roberts. Well, it's like it was I, I I had I had I just wanted to change it. It just it just it seemed I don't know. Seemed like that name wasn't gonna go anywhere. Like all the people I looked up to, like Jerry Seinfeld, George Carlin, they have full names. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. I, I want to be like the. I want to go following my predecessor's steps, man. Yeah. yeah. We're actually going to ask you about that. Yeah. About the the people that you looked up to before. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the people I looked up to that got well, the person who got me into comedy, really into it, because I liked watching comedy. Yeah. With uh, Def Comedy Jam and Martin Lawrence and all that stuff, but the yeah. person who got me into like the pure form of comedy, like just like really good stand up yeah. and fundamentals and stuff, was Patrice O'Neill. Like oh, watching yeah. him just like break down an audience yeah. Yeah. and still be able to come across intelligent and smart and know what he's talking to, but still be himself was something that really intrigued me and made me want to pursue. Nice. That's cool. More. Nice, dude. Because he did, he 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 looked like a guy that could actually hurt you and rob you oh, yeah. after a, a show. Dude. Yeah, yeah a and he used to wear jerseys and basketball yeah, caps yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So he looked like he could hurt you, but then he would talk to you and you'd be like, okay, this guy he, yeah. he's not he's not just some big brute. Like he's actually reading books and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and studying people. Exactly. I feel like and and I mean you you got into comedy in in a different way than other people like you kind of like somebody said you know you're funny you, you should do this you didn't really like grow up thinking like oh I'm gonna be a comedian right yeah I didn't I I yeah. used to play college basketball like yeah I didn't yeah, yeah. oh nice yeah I went to a uh, junior college I was supposed to go to Big U Utah mm-hmm. oh, and cool. I didn't I I I was so fucking lazy and just disgustingly just like that's college though oh yeah before it was like I I graduated from high school with honors. Yeah. It was easy for me. And then when I, it was time for me to do like the SATs and the EC, uh, like the ACTs, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't do them. Yeah. I didn't go. I did the, the prep classes yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But then when the day of, I looked at my alarm clock and I, and I just hit snooze and it went back to sleep. Like, like, okay, <laughs> and then that was the day like, okay, well, you need to go to JC and do a couple of years there. And then you can transfer since you're not yeah. going to do that. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, so I ruined from- my own life. <laughs> so you from there? Are you from? No, I'm from I'm from L.A. Oh, you're from L.A. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, mm. I just moved around a lot. You know, mm. parents split, and then you you, you gotta yeah, yeah you gotta grow up. I had a dad, so yeah. <laughs> you don't I'm, say I'm African American. I, I had a dad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's cool. Like you didn't you didn't grow up thinking you're gonna be a comedian, but like once you got into it. You started seeing like what influences you, like Patrice O'Neill and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about acting, and felt like I found some weird way to see what what kind of style of acting I like or what mm-hmm. kind of like uh, performance I like. Like my biggest influence is like Andy Kaufman. I like him. It's just so crazy. Like he like he, he didn't consider himself a stand up comedian. Like he was a performance artist. Like he yeah. would go up and just do these crazy ass things, like the foreign man or like you know whatever, and just like make audiences feel really strange about what they're seeing and it was always hilarious jim carrey did a great job on that character oh too man on, yeah, the moon. man on the moon was a great movie i i always seen andy kaufman in taxi and the only reason i seen him is because i would stay up late at night oh, when yeah, i was yeah, a yeah, tiny yeah. ass kid yeah. yeah and i didn't know what the fuck was happening in taxi but i would just watch and he would come up there with the unibrow and do his thing you, oh yeah <laughs> Kids don't know about no taxi now. Yeah, they, taxi used to come on Nick at night. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, wait, hold on, what was it? It was, 
Oh man, what was that channel? It was it was Nick at Night, but there was also that other thing that they had. Uh, it was a basic. Oh, t- it was a basic yeah, was TV basic channel. KCAL Nine. It was the, I think it was KCAL Nine. In California, yeah, sure. I'm not sure. In California, yeah, in California. But that, I don't know what. Fuck, we were... What am I thinking? Anyway, whatever. But it was it was he all was all the throwback shows. It was the throwback show. It came out. It was they were still showing it on basic TV around the time that uh, Michael Keaton was Batman. So if you oh, know, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. If you watch Michael the Keaton as Batman, the real Batman, the real Batman in theaters around that time, right. then. You know what channel it was. You was just a like transpo that. guy last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on this show right now. And this this dude last night, I swear, I'm like, I'm on 14 and a half hours at this point, And I'm like, I go up to this transfer guy. I'm like, bro, anybody ever tell you you look like Michael Keaton? <laughs> he goes, yeah, all the time, every day, actually. I was like, Michael oh, shit. Keaton. But he's Spanish, though. So oh, that's, that's, that's fucked up. Like, I was like, oh, okay, you're the Spanish Michael Keaton. <laughs> and, uh... That's the only thing I'm going to call him from now on. Mm-hmm. I think his name is like Richie or something. I, I do want to say something about the old shows, though. I don't think we ever talked about this, but you know, or we might have talked about this, but Splash. You heard about this? Yeah, the movie with a. Uh, no, 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 the show I worked no, no, on. No, no, no. The Splash is a new uh, network for all the 90s shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I thought he was talking about the Mermaid yeah, movie with like, oh, shit, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. <laughs> I like Big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so check out your old 90s. <laughs> Go ahead and catch up on that on the splash. You act too, Pat? No, no, no. I work on the other side. Okay, you you you, you get the money. You <laughs> get the money fast. He he's uh, he's working to be a producer, so he's been doing. He started off as PA, doing PA stuff, AP stuff. So like he's. Oh, so you really went through the oh, the, dude, the, the, the going fucking through, going through the, the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. The gauntlet. <laughs> it's, it's constant struggle. He actually produced one of my short films, and uh, it, you know, kind of yeah. going through. That was a lot of editing, huh? I don't know. Ask him. He's yeah, the I'll, editor. editor. <laughs> oh, he, was, he was chopping it up for you, and he uh, just looked at the final project like, oh, That's what this dude does for money. He, he, he does, yeah. When he was on that project, he was like the marketer. He was like doing all the stuff that we needed to do to get it out there. Yeah. Cool. But, um, kind of like, yeah, we got this, this this beautiful chalice of beer. He's, yes, yeah. Mumford. Mumford. Mumford Brewing. Yeah, when I first contacted you about this, I was so like, he's, he's, he's our man. business person. Like, he's the one that, like, Sets us up on iTunes, sets us up with uh, breweries and stuff. You got to have it, man. You yeah. got to have a business oh, since mine. Because, you know, I'm more technical. Like, I, I like the show. I like setting up the microphones and all that stuff and, like, yeah. setting up, you know, cameras or whatever. But, like, I don't know shit about producing. Like, I mean, may, maybe I could figure it out if I looked into it. But, like, it's good to have somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about. You got to, it's, man. It's, it's, a, it's, a long, it's a long road, man. I but, mean, I, any, with anything out here, I think, in L.A. particularly. Exactly. There's so much. I mean, people... People with talent just move here because they think like this is the spot where I can make it. This or New York, basically. Yeah, and Maybe I've been New Orleans or Atlanta now. I've been thinking about New York too, but now everybody's running to Atlanta because Atlanta is just giving out those opportunities, really just are. throwing yeah. it out. Yeah. Like they're like, "What? Oh, you you here? You here? All right, whatever. Go and put them yeah. in a movie." It's dude. It's, have you been to Atlanta? I've been there like one time, bro, and I didn't go out there for business. I went out there to see my family. My oh, brother nice, was out nice. there. Yeah, no. Uh, I shot. In, I've shot in Atlanta a few times, and it's like the night scene, on point. Yeah, I, on point. Like, yeah, it looks nice down there. It's nice, and I mean, you know, it's hot as hell. Like during oh the yeah, day. and the day but is the like night, what though, the fuck you get is that this? Little breeze. Go out, you go out, do your thing. They got they got some outside bars and stuff. Like out like. Just nice places to hang out in. Texas night scene is beautiful too. I, I down mean, in Dallas, I went. I did some shows down in Dallas. Oh, shout out to our and 
Yeah, shout out to them. <laughs> I just I did some shows out in Dallas and it was the weirdest thing, like um their their cities are just beautiful. Like you right. I'm like, God damn. But they're super racist. Like now oh. <laughs> I went I went to a, I, I got I did a show and then um okay. some other comics was like, let's let's uh hit the bars, right? So we hit the okay. bars and they wouldn't let me in. They told me to go around back. And that's the first what? time I ever heard that. Ooh. Like in go Dallas. Go around back? Yes. Go, you got to go around year? back. What and year is this? 1920? Man, this is. Shit. These are these days. Time travel? You want to okay. Doctor Who episode? Yeah. So. Shit. This, these are these days, bro. Okay. Oh, so I went. No. We, we tried to. It was like, maybe it's, it's something going on. So we went around back. Like an idiots because we couldn't believe what happened. So we was like, maybe he was serious. Like going around back. So we went around back. Right. And then the dude was like. Uh, you're you're out of dress code, and we're like out of dress code, and then some guy would just like fucking. He was he was like super like no offense. He was extra white. He had flip flops oh, and Jeff. like a, he was Jeff. He's, he's he Jeff. was Jeff. He had flip flops. He had his hat to the back, and he had a fucking he had a fucking like spring break type <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking no sleeve shirt on, and he and he had cargo shorts on, and he walks oh, right dude. past us, and gets in the fucking the cargo shorts, the party. And they let the, they like they're like your chicks can come in, but you guys are out of dress code. Was like God 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 yeah, got the cargo the shorts. Like he had fucking Did like he have if visor? he no, he didn't have that. That Did was he, have an he had a he had a fucking backwards hat like a dude. Oh, he was a dude. He's a bro. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> he was a fucking bro. bro. Cargo short wearing bro. Flip-flops yes, at night, at night though. in the club. At night, flip flops and cargo shorts in the club at night. In the club at night. That's so okay, bro. At night, I can't even with that guy. Okay, Jeff, go fuck yourself. I'm at sorry. night, all right. Okay. It was at night. Well, so that was our next topic. I wanted to. So Von and I met at a UCB class. We yes. started thinking UCB is improv. Cool. They offered in New York and LA. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool experience, and I know Von has some things to say about it. But um, <laughs> we we had our first show, right? We had our yeah. first show. Like, so when you take a, take a class, basically you were preparing for. However long it is, if you take the intensive, you're preparing for two weeks. Hold on, hold on. Before you Sorry. get in, into this, I don't think a lot of people might in our audience might not know what UCB is. United uh, Brigade, Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, oh, so explain what cla- you, these classes do. Like, okay, okay, you know yeah, yeah, sure. So this is a uh, basically it was first started by Amy Poehler had an improv group, mm-hmm. and it, they were called Upside Upright. Ascat. Ascat, right? Well, I think they were called Upright Citizen Brigade. Okay, they And then so. that's how the, the it started, because they started their own company. Because mm-hmm. it got so popular. Yeah. And basically what they do at UCB is they teach improv. So basically they teach forms, they teach uh, okay. what you're supposed to say, whatever. So you guys met at one of these classes. Yeah, yeah. Our first UCB class we met. Um, and Produced. Then, it, so we're spending a lot of time together, because <laughs> like two weeks, like, I don't know how long was the class like three hours long something like that yeah and then we're hang- we're hanging out and like yeah we were hanging out outside of class outside too. of class and stuff and uh, so you're preparing for a performance basically okay. after the class is over you perform in front of an audience and um, so that was cool so we were all decided to meet up at this bar slash restaurant right beside the UCB theater okay and we're just sitting there Vaughn's Vaughn's not there yet but we're all hanging out everybody's ordering. And I don't remember who it was, but you know, there's another girl there, and she was really excited about the menu. And uh, Vaughn comes in, and she wants to uh, sh- show her excitement to Vaughn by telling him <laughs> what's so great about the menu and what 
You remember what she said? She was like, they got, they got, um, Vaughn, they got chicken and waffles. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian. At the time, I wasn't eating meat. So it was true. It was true. But at the same time, I was like, but I remember to Drew, I was like, I do eat fucking meat. She's fucking sick for yeah. saying that to me. Oh like, well, I mean, God. but it is, hey, she was trying to connect with me because she ended up being cool. Well, yeah. But we were, we, first of all, every girl, funny, I don't just, know what she was, okay. she was just, no, she was really trying to connect. She was genuine. She was really trying to connect with me because she, because eventually she ended up like, give me her number and was just like, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it was a situation where we were, everybody in LA is trying to be an actor or get like a movie role or something. So what producers and people tell them to in casting companies, they tell them, oh, go build up your resume, go do UCB, go do all these other favorite things that have nothing to do really with acting so you can become uninhibited and be a better actor. Yeah. Okay. So we had a bunch of chicks that did not care about comedy, didn't care about political correctness oh, okay. or any of that shit, yeah. or just didn't even think fully through before they talked. They just were yeah. like, I want to be a, I'm a model, I want to be an actress, or whatever the fuck. My mm-hmm. agent told me to do this. Yeah, so I'm here. That's what we had. We was dealing with a whole bunch of okay. like hot bimbos, basically. Nice. And, and it was <laughs> like, when it happened... I like immediately cringed and I looked at you and I was just like, and you said that I was like, oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. But like, the, it's like, she was being genuine. It was like some indirect ass racism. It was like, she wasn't was, meaning it. Was to she be like racist. blank faced? Like she didn't know what she was talking about? No, or she was like, just like, was she just said it just second like, nature. without thinking about she it. She's racist. just like, <laughs> she's just like, oh, black people like chicken and waffles. Hey Vaughn, da, da, da. it's like some stereotypical oh, no. ass. And I was the only one there, so I was just like, you know what? Hey, yeah, it's like, know, I'm a vegetarian actually. Oh, so. Jesus. And and I feel Jesus. like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, like you said, she, 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 she was cool and she was, you know, genuine. She didn't really mean it in a harmful way, but it's just like it, it, it's like don't. That's weird. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I mean, it's, it bums me out to say that I've seen it, that happen more. Than, more times than I want to to my friends. But you know what? It really is. It's you know, it's upbringing. Like and then it's television oh, and then people. A lot of people don't take time to expand their mind. So mm-hmm. and then they relate one thing to a whole group of people oh, instead of just individuals. Absolutely. You I mean, know? me and Drew grew up in the South, so we're yeah. we've seen we've seen we we seen our fair damn share. It, man. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. Share I'm pretty sure you yeah. did. <laughs> Me and Drew talked about that before. To that point, dude, like full on, full blown, and just like, like I got a whole bunch of friends that from the come from the south, and they immediately start to just like, okay, I'm gonna date these type of girls and these. They just like go crazy because they wasn't able to do that back at home. Yeah, yeah. They just start. I'm I'm expanding. So man, I'm just curious now, like. you mentioned like in Dallas, you did a show that it seemed like people it was a, you had so a race experience. Yeah. And I'm wondering if uh, you see any expectations uh, from people, or like you're seeing racist experience besides the one in Dallas of like they want you to do because we we're talking about earlier about the, the the you know black people do this, white people do this kind of comedy mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know if you have any. I don't. You know. I don't. My, the way I base my material is I base my material off of individual experiences mm-hmm. and just like experiences that we can all relate to as people okay. you know situational uh that's why it's good to be more articulate and 
so people you can describe a situation to people even if it if that situation only is particular to my environment i can still make you understand how you should feel if it was to happen to you yeah that makes sense yeah yeah i like that do do you play off of uh other comics like styles ever or you i did at first but then it, it it never I never when I did that I never had any connection to my material. So it didn't feel personal. So it it did not feel personal at all. It was more so I was chasing the laugh and now I'm so focused on trying to make myself laugh. So you're building it. Yeah. So I'm okay. building my own style and myself. Like I I, I I do things to make myself laugh because if I'm happy with it, then I'm cool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah, not yeah. a if you love something and you're passionate about it, it's not about being the best at it is about being the best you can be. Um, that's what this is, my dude. Yeah, you know I mean, I know. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Like your audiences will see that. Your yeah. audiences are gonna see that you genuinely like, lo- like you whatever you're talking about. You you're either passionate about it or you know how to make that scenario funny. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what your job is. Your your job is to make people laugh about these scenarios that you want to yeah. talk about. Yeah. Basically, like I got a bit. Where I talk about uh, my sister, she just uh, she's in an interracial relationship, and when you look at interracial relationships, you think about the differences, not so much as the individual. And and I try to point out in the bit that I'm like focused on the individual. Why mm-hmm. is this individual? Why is my sister like this particular person? Mm-hmm. And my and I basically pull the card where my sister is. I feel like she didn't give her own race a chance because my sister she only dates white dudes which is not a problem but (laughs) but she she doesn't date like quality white dudes she Uh, dates like the hip-hop not even jeff she dates the (laughs) she dates the the white dude that white chicks are like you need to get your shit together bro we can't even rock with you she dates the equivalent of the the fat white chick that ends up with the skinny black dude and has like the hood kids (laughs) so that's 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 what kind of dudes my sister's into. She's into like white dudes, but they're they're really black dudes. Yeah. That yeah. not really black dudes, but they're really niggas in a sense. Because you, I mean, neg- niggas in the negative context. Because if you follow the same the the doctrine that uh, Louis C.K. and Chris Rock painted, where yeah. there's a difference between brothers and niggas, she dates the white niggas. So <laughs> she, <laughs> she makes Yeah, like she dates like the like the. The white trash dudes, like the dudes that are not really trying to do shit with stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. for instance, I talk about in the bit about how uh, the dude he just lays around all day. He bones my sister, and now my sister is pregnant by him. And he, and my sister goes to work, and he fucking rolls up weed on my fucking counter because my sister lives with me, and I pay all the fucking bills. So I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. Why you couldn't get like a George Clooney or something? Or a fucking Matthew McConaughey. I wanted one of those guys. I want to be proud of my white brother-in-law. <laughs> or whatever the fuck you guys are. That's good. That's good. Oh shit. I, I, I like that. I like, I like the dynamic of like bringing in that the individual oh, out of those oh, other God. relationships. Yeah. Because I think like it's, it's so it's getting to the point where it's hacky that like people want or, or comedians are just focusing on stereotypes. Exactly, and that's what they're all doing to like get ahead. I it's mean, like. Yeah, it's like you look at these new female comedians, and they're basically models because they all look good. They're all in shape. Yeah. 
Like you look, and I'm not even mentioning names, but we all know they they end up coming out with a Netflix special, and you're like, I never heard of this chick. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> you for just sure. look up at the billboard, it's like, oh, okay, right. she's hot and she's pretty. Like, and then and then she, you listen to her special, and she's like, dating's hard for me because I can't get a man. You're like bullshit. I'll do you right now on the stage right here. <laughs> Front of <laughs> in front of everybody, it's, it's, donkey fuck. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if we wanted to get in. I don't know if we, I, 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 I probably could keep talking about this forever, but I don't know if we want to get into that because the children's book with the the children writers. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, essentially. Yeah. It's essentially because you these chicks they get into stand up, okay, and they they have no real. Um, voice, so you know they they focused more on the business side, exactly, like, which is dissimilar to like my other situation I have that I, is mad I'm mad about. Uh, child is like I recently read a story about this child, these child book writers okay. who have no kids and they write books for children, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me yeah. because how can you write books for children and you don't know children, you don't have any children? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that. Is, how who are you doing this for? It seems like it seems like the epitome of people like in any kind of industry now where they're just trying to advance because they think it's going to better them. But like they don't, they're not putting anything that they know into their work. There's no passion or connection no with it. Connection. It's about the money. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's so a they, it's a hustle because you they know that parents are going to buy anything for their I fucking kids. It's, it's like fucked. it's like the dude. Do you know the dude that invented K cups? You know the K cups for Keurig. Like the little individual packets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He decided that he was like, I don't even own one of those. They're too expensive to have, and he's like embarrassed about the waste. Like he invented them, but he doesn't even like them. He <laughs> he's just like, Are you serious? Yeah, he invented them, making millions of dollars, but he's just like millions is understatement, bro. That, oh. that dude's killing it. Right he's now. killing it. Like, but it's just like it's just like why, yeah, why every office got that shit. <laughs> like for instance, the 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 okay so the 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 author of this child book mm -hmm. I don't know the person's name because I didn't care to know all yeah. it would do is me, make me mad at this one individual when there's out. multiple of them yeah it, is is a book called I think it's called the Prince and I where they try to explore sexuality for like elementary school kids but elementary school for problem with sexuality and elementary school kids is elementary school kids elementary school kids shouldn't know about it's, sexuality. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. No, you're just a, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're just two little boys holding fucking hands, like playing on a doll. playground. You're yeah. wrestling with each other. That doesn't mean that you want to fucking go all broke back mountain on each other. You know what I mean? You're oh, exploring no. each other's bodies. You're kids. Yeah. That's what kids do. They're curious about things. That doesn't mean that they're bi-curious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, I mean, they're when you kids, when you man. start introducing those factors to children, then the children's mind starts thinking that they're, you know what I'm saying, that they're in tune with this or that's, that's how they identify themselves because some adult put it in the back of their fucking brain. Because yeah. you know your brain don't never, it doesn't, nothing ever leaves your brain. The brain takes in everything, even if it's yeah. bad shit. Yeah. That's the whole idea of like nature versus nurture. Like what do we, what do we naturally know? What do we naturally do? Like we, we breathe and all that stuff is inside of us. We know to breathe yeah. because it keeps us alive. Mm -hmm. But nurture, like people that, that are just like their parents, what do our parents teach us? What are we, you know? So like when, you know, you're a kid, if, if you're doing all these things and you're exploring, you mm -hmm. have no idea what you're doing. But if somebody says something to you like that's homosexual, don't do that. And they're like, "What's homosexual? What's what are you talking about? What do you, you know?" Now I'm this because you yeah, just yeah. you just fucking you plugged just, me as this. Now yeah, I'm. Yeah, dude. I meant to tell you guys about something. Uh, so you just said you know that's that's second nature is to breathe in the chair, right? Mm -hmm. So me and Drew have been talking a lot about these like VR headsets that have been coming out. Yeah. So there's three of them. 
three major ones, right? The HTC joint, the uh, the with us the Vive, and then like the the gear, and then Oculus. the PlayStation the Oculus, and then the PlayStation TV thing or mm-hmm. PlayStation uh, VR, whatever. Anyway, that shit's taking over. This I swear to you. You're gonna see that shit all over the place. Oh yeah, it's holiday season. They're getting tired of gaming systems. The Nintendo 64 is over. Oh yeah, <laughs> my dude. So check this out. There is something coming out this year. I think it's this year, where it's literally you're in a you're in VR, right? You're full on, whatever. And I think it's it maybe in space or something. Like you you just had a, a you're in a space station that just blew up and you're in, outside, mm-hmm. and you have to remember to breathe. And stuff like that. Oh, that's true. Like oh, that's you have to keep tapping to breathe, like on, like on your breath points or whatever. Like they're making this shit. They're making this shit too real. Like super <laughs> real. Like dude, insane. It's, but like it's it's all sorts of stuff. Like you got to remember to move and to do all sorts of stuff. It's like a, I don't know. You know how they had those um, those uh, brain exercise games on yeah. phones and stuff like that type of the, shit. Uh, what is it? What is that uh, website called where they they have all these brain Brain feeders or something like that, or something, something? Like, yeah. where they have all these different tactics to make your brain yeah, exercise yeah, like and build strong strength in your it's brain. Like and that, only you're fully immersed, like yeah. in this whole thing. Like, I, I see. I think that's terrible because we already have like a problem with obesity in this country. Yeah. Nobody would ever leave their living room. It's like if you can, <laughs> yeah, if you can live a whole life in like sitting in a chair, like doing virtual reality, like that. It's, like, it's scary. It's weird to think about. It's super yeah. weird, but. There's one, one of them that we we talked about a, a couple previous episodes is this one where it's set up to get the full uh, experience. Mm-hmm. They ask you to devote a small room in your house to it. So it's for rich folks, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, it's like a 12, they want a 12 by 12 room or whatever. You put these sensors in the corners, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're literally walking and moving and ducking and whatever fighting oh my God. holding these things and like you when you when you reach down you see your arm reach down dude oh, and it's, so, it's how fucking creepy is that it's though? weird i just saw the first think about dude the fucking the you know what i saw when i was looking up all this stuff about this what? you know what the porn industry is doing with this bro now they're so, putting people say, and they're making them feel like they're actually dude, fucking jenna jameson well not even just that they'll send you James, jenna jameson's butt or something like it's like as a as a kit, like to, it's like a kit. Oh, the kit, the little the little I'm prosthetic limb shit, dead and then you're serious. really you now you're really feeling like you're seeing her. She's in the virtual no, reality. She's like, there. Oh my she's god. there. Oh my god. How wild dude, is that? I saw the I saw people a gonna clip be so online. fat. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like Wally just, in ten just, years. It's gonna be just nut, we and the living room is gonna be nut and fucking food everywhere, and just fucking Doritos, fucking. Some of them are not even going to put on their clothes. They're just going to have Jenna Jameson's the fucking prosthetic ass just on their lap while they're eating and just busting and coming and eating at the same time. Just releasing and eating at the same time. Fucking. And, and shooting too. Because you know it's gonna, you know they're going to eventually come with a split screen where you can fucking. Call of Duty on that. Call of Duty on this, this eye. One, one eye is shooting a motherfucker. The other one's fucking. Like you're, you're doing too much, bro. Dude, no. I, the first clip I saw of Oculus Rift with this guy, he said, testing out my new Oculus Rift. And it shows him. And it shows a split screen of what he's seeing. And it's this like, anime girl okay. who's wearing like nothing but like this. And yeah. you just see him do this, his real hands, and you see fake hands in the other one, <laughs> just doing this. 
<laughs> like, like, that's, that's every dude's dream to just like not every dude but just those weirdos yeah, yeah. to fuck like the They're anime right. enthusiasts to fuck like Sailor Moon or some shit like that like it's all their yeah. dreams to well, like just dude, be I mean, tuxedo mask and that, really just lay it to her <laughs> you just went deep serious you know you watched the first couple episodes I watched everything bro <laughs> like as a comedian as soon as I became a comedian I just absorb everything I'm like nice. fucking Lex Luthor when he fucking went to fucking we went to some part of deep space where he just absorbed all information and oh, almost yeah, yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but hell and nerdy. We've been talking about this like, cause it, I mean it's coming, it's coming to the forefront. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, phones, cell phones were ten years ago. Yeah, know, it was the brick iPhone, right? The brick. Yeah, that changed the world. Exactly. And now yeah. we got shit that you can inter like. All right, so they got that fucking watch. Yeah, they got the watch. They can fucking make you feel like a they power ranger. Send your heartbeat to someone. <laughs> the fuck was your heartbeat? I got. Oh, oh, no, the what freaks me out is that find my friend shit. Like where people. I be, I keep trying to get you. I know. I'm never gonna let you see where I'm at. Let me do it. I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's like. I mean, why would you do that? I wouldn't even. I would. It's, it's dare for like do that a, for, for a relationship. For me, like. Like trying to explain this. For me, I'm married. Okay, so so for me, it's like. Um, when I'm cooking dinner or something, mm -hmm. it's good to get an ETA on when it should be done. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? When the wife gets there? Yeah. Also, to check to see if your wife ain't doing it. <laughs> so, you, you use it to surprise your wife? Like, I, I have. I okay. Have, I have. She's like, that's great. Well, the heartbeat like, is... Or it's like, yeah. or it's like um, <laughs> say I'm on set or something and I can't talk or something. She'll, she'll check it to just see what part of town I'm in or something. Like, yeah. uh, that like, seems like a lot of insecurity issues no, for some no, folks no, no. not you but just like for some folks because you know there's for, a lot of people I can see, who have I can relationship see what you're problems. saying but like it's like it's like um for i mean sometimes for just for like safety shit like the other day i was in like deep hood ass van eyes mm -hmm. and it was getting close to night and she the was Armenians like what the fuck you, you, yeah, she was <laughs> like what the fuck you still doing over there you know and like <laughs> and you're like i'm on my way yeah man. like i'm trying to get the hell out like mm -hmm. i'm not trying to be in Deep ass Van Nuys at night, like it, this don't work in yeah. Van Nuys at night. Yeah. I'm sorry, my Armenians will get you over there, yeah. man. My, 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 my <laughs> mom, Espanol has gangs. They don't, they don't oh yeah, they'll me, get you, you too. Know? My mom has me on that. She's doing the front of my friend. She requested, and I didn't at first. Oh, uh, what's up, Jane? Because I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm just like, mom, you don't need to know this. But then she told, she like texted me. She's like. You haven't accepted my <laughs> find my friends. I'm like, well, you know, I just don't know how it's gonna deal with my battery, you know, my phone. Yeah, along my find my friends it's with like Drew's been. And, mm -hmm. it, and then unaccepted, unaccepted. Like, a couple of years, it'll just, it'll couple just years now. Feel, mm -hmm. It'll it's, make me feel better knowing where you are and all this stuff. And so I'm just like, right, whatever. You know what? It, you know what it's good for though. What is it? These parents for? that that have kids that give their kids phones. Yeah, that's good. I'm, a lot of dads would appreciate that. Yeah, you know, for their daughters, the sons they don't really care. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but the daughters, you know, what I mean, That's she's like, over somewhere. She's getting bones somewhere. She got. Yeah, I know, it. I know, man. She, she getting that. <laughs> she's oh. getting it somewhere. Hopefully oh, not from her substitute teacher. That's uh, oh, no, that's <laughs> damn. Thing. You yeah. know, every every girl, Jamir, every girl has like a teacher. I wanted to bone my teacher story or. You know, know in that, college too. That's probably especially in college. I think, I think that's they had a bunch of issues half, with that. At least halfway. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, I think there's less with dudes though. You know what I'm saying? I think like, there's more mm -hmm. with dudes. If we, if you, like when you're younger, you're younger. When you're younger, in high school, you're not teacher. Yeah, 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 younger, I guess. But like in college, when you're like, you're yeah, seeing all these ooh, like, well, you're. 
don't even play. I, I, in, college in college, in college, you work. really want to just do everybody, but more no. so the administration. Administration, like a secretary, like you walk into like the admissions office and you yeah. see that one hot secretary that didn't graduate from college, but Ooh. she works in there. You're like, she oh, she's, she's trying to get her credit. She's, 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 she's in there doing classes. college nighttime <laughs> classes and probably raising her son fucking in the daytime when because she's she not working her first year i told you about my ninth grade year the girl who got caught fucking the theater teacher right oh yeah he was boning her life away oh yeah all day it's like it, on the stage oh on a stage yeah on in a classroom on a stage in in the closet no, bro they just happened. was it was it on a uh, prop bed that the props department made and then they put it on stage and then... i'm sure i'm sure they, they figured that out too Hey, you know who who bone a lot of their 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 followers? Who? The fucking uh, remember the uh, what was their name? The fucking uh, what was those trainers? The workout guys, what? the the guys who used to uh, sell. P90X. No, the workout guys. Where they they used to work out at the beach a lot. They do a lot of uh, muscle like the, the muscle. No, beach they guys? have like the Herbalife. Herbalife guys, oh, they used okay. to fuck a lot of their. <laughs> really? Hell <laughs> yeah, they take them to the beach, work them out, get their numbers. That's we're a workout group, and oh, then they end so up you're smashing them out. Yeah, they're uh, working okay, them all cool. out. Like the Herbalife trainers, they used to smash all their stuff. No, that, that brings up an interesting topic. Have you ever uh, hooked up with somebody who saw, saw any shows? Oh yeah, it was the weirdest, one of the weirdest situations. Uh, first of all, I don't drink, so yeah, uh, I. I, what I do is, is I order a cranberry, because oh, I, and, 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 and I sit and there I, like a fucking creep. You know, what you can do too. You can hit, you can hit a, uh, you can hit a um, tonic oh, water and yeah, tonic lime. water and lime. People think it's it vodka like, soda. Yeah, I, I just do the cranberry because I like how it tastes. Cranberry is nice. Weirdo. I like cranberry. Shit, dude, we didn't even know too. Like, yeah, we, I don't even drink, but hey, man, ooh. I'm babysitting the shit out of this Jeff. No, it's all good, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is on point. Yeah, I Jeff like is that. very relaxing, especially for the morning. So, uh... <laughs> we love the morning beers. We yeah, morning, morning beers. beers. So, um... Basically, uh... This chick, she takes me from the Ice House Comedy Club in Pasadena. Oh, dude, I'm living right down the street. Uh, you like this? Yeah, yeah, most definitely, bro. <laughs> most definitely. And she, uh... She takes me from there, drives me all the way to, uh... Oh. oh to right. her place, which is in, uh... Northridge. And you know that's pretty far. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get on the freeway and shit. Northridge. So, yeah. So she has a place in Northridge. Then um, next thing you know, I don't know what happened, but she gives me some of her drink and I fall asleep off that. You know. Oh, hold on. Off the- <laughs> Did she roofie you? No, she didn't roofie me. I don't think because I woke up in like an hour. I may have been maybe I was tired or something. Yeah. You know, oh, you okay. put a lot of hours in. Yeah, yeah. When you're a comedian, you do like sometimes you do multiple sets in the night and you just stay up yeah, yeah. for some for no reason. Mm-hmm. So. um Basically, I, I just fell asleep on her couch, but I had like I had my pants down. I just had the drawers, oh, and I had no. my had my shirt like just like and the scattered. hoodie off, and and my phone was laying next to me. But I specifically remember my phone being in my pocket, and I guess oh, she no. went through it and saw some stuff. But then I, I don't even know why she would even get mad at that. That yeah. has you. You She's just took me from She's yeah. You're not my girl. You just took me from yeah. the Ice House Pasadena and. Hold on. So, so you woke up. I woke naked? up almost naked. Damn near, and then she was mad what? and was like, "Well, was I'm, I gotta get up she in the, the morning." Gas? She, she was like, she woke me up and she was like, "I gotta get up in the morning." So 
uh, you gotta go home. I'm like, I don't live over here. Like you gotta drive like me you, home. You talking to me on some uh, go home Roger type shit, and I don't stay around the corner. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. live in L.A. Like you gonna have to drop me off in the in the hood or something, man. <laughs> so yeah, that's weird. Yeah, she that's was. That was a weird, weird. situation. I was. Uh, that was one of my weirdest stories. Other times oh, I just man. get numbers and. And then hang out, and then you know, <laughs> and you do the you do the you do the um, the Netflix and chill mode situation oh, yeah, yeah. where you just you, you yawn, and the next thing you know, you're having you having sex. Out. You yawn, oh, you wow. stretch, and then you have sex. Nice during the during like the downtime of a movie. Like you're trying stretch. to <laughs> just the, the middle part. You stay for the the end. Mm, yeah. Uh, the setup and the end. But anyway, um, what else do we want to talk? About? We want to talk about uh, well, have you I, ever bombed at a show? Oh, of course. Where, where's the what's uh well yeah where we about the bombs like but how early in your career or he said he's saying the second second time started bombing right after 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 the um so you were in a high or so explain like the where you at mentally okay before you went on stage and then where you at after because I've always wondered about that oh like, when bombing yeah 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 it, like do you know midpoint like oh fuck this is terrible okay or, so you feel it. You really? I mean, really, you were you. It's like it's like okay, it's like talking to a woman, right? Okay. And the conversation starts out cool, and then you you miss a couple of steps, and then you go straight for like, so yeah, I'm trying to bed you. What's up? And then yeah, that's and then you see her just like you losing her and all the <clears throat> shit that you're describing that you want to do to her, and you skip the whole concept of getting to know her. Yeah, and pretending like you want to know who she is, mm-hmm. and not just go after the gusto, which is you know in between her legs. So oh, sure. when they when the audience see that you skipped a few steps and you're just immediately going for like whatever cutthroat. cutthroat and just talking shit about them and just doing different things out of order, not really finessing the situation and mm-hmm. and taking your time and really evaluating and treating the situation organically, then they turn on you. Oh shit! So you it takes a minute, but you end up learning how to how to navigate through a set. Cause I've had sets where it started out bad, and then I pulled them back in, okay. and it ended well on a, on, a, yeah, on yeah. a high on a high level. Nice, nice. yeah. That's, so that's proper. But have you ever started off like really really good, and then like there's just one thing, and then it drops. It just keeps oh, going, keeps spiraling. Recently, yeah. I had a I had my like I had my Earlier this year, well, we still early and early this year, but uh, I had my TV. I had a TV appearance. All right. And I was doing a taping, and it was front of, in front of some very important people. Can we talk about what it is? It's for a show for a um a, for a cable network. Okay. Cool. But I ain't gonna because I don't know we'll, how you know. We'll, we'll we'll get back to it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, uh, it was for a show for a cable network, okay. and they wanted some stand up. So I did some stand up, uh-huh. and everything was going well. And I'm and when you're doing a taping, a studio taping, you're supposed to perform for the camera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're supposed to perform for the camera, but you do slight interactions with the audience just to keep it somewhat so, organic. So you gotta yeah, balance yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. balance it. So but your main was, top, main target is the is the camera. Okay. You know what I mean? Because that they want that TV footage. Yeah. And so everything's going well, and right before I had my set planned out and right before they gave me a list of words I couldn't say, things I couldn't do. And I had to I had to navigate my set around that. And then 
I wasn't used to taping and I was used to just speaking organically. So I had to, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I just, yeah. I just midpoint through my set, I've tripped and fallied a little bit mm-hmm. and then started feeling uncomfortable. But then I realized that I don't need to be feeling that way because the audience wasn't real. They're a paid audience. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a studio audience. But at the same time, I mentioned that on stage, so that Ooh, that okay. was a big foley. I was like, Ooh. I was like, they was like, producer was like, you're doing well. You just keep going. We're gonna we're gonna cut and edit and everything. And I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I have to. I had to try to. I try to boost myself up so I can feel better, so I can yeah. go back into to start the set over mm-hmm. at a high note. I'm like, yeah, they, they cool. They're not a real audience anyway. Yeah, I said that out loud, and they're they're just like. We're laughing with you, like they had that oh, face, like we're giving you they real, were, they were genuine. Oh shit! <laughs> they called him. We out. like your material. You Why like, would you do that to you us? Like Insult us. You're all fake. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They're fake anyway. Like, fuck them. Fuck these guys. Yeah, fuck these guys. Anyway, you want to run that back? <laughs> you right, we're gonna get we're this going PA. Get one, this. Guys? Get this fucking PA up here to wipe my fucking face. We're one, going, and we can we're run going it back. from one, guys. We're going from one. Take two. Go ahead and wipe, wipe Bond's face, please. <laughs> uh, go ahead and... Uh, and I, they did do that, too. They was like, they sent the PA up there. She patted my face. Oh, uh, it's weird, but it's weird, though, because like that's in a set, you you have all your momentum going. You're doing your jokes, and it kind of leads into one thing and another. Mm-hmm. But then you had to stop in the middle of it. I bet yeah. that felt weird. That did, because what they do is they want you... If you mess up on something, they want you to run over the joke and repeat it in the fashion which you would have said it the first time mm-hmm. and then the audience oh, reacts sure. to the to the joke yeah, yeah. as if they're yeah. hearing it for the first time and then they edit that exactly, in. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i don't know if they do that on conan i don't think they do it on conan or or any of the late night shows but that's that was my first experience with uh, uh tv and uh, i i'm that was a low so there's nowhere to go up but up <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you no, going I think, up. No. I think on stuff like Conan or whatever, it's it's more of a that Conan, particular section's probably like a one one to three take type of thing. Yeah, and Conan's more loose. You could say bitch, yeah. you can be all kinds yeah. of things. And he'll say stuff in between your takes too to like try to, you know, win back the audience for you cuz you know, they're they're psyched to see. They oh, they yeah. go to those things for Conan, you know. Of course. So, yeah. so but I don't know, man. That 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 must have been very awkward. It, yeah. You know what it was is I'm I don't have any representation, so okay. it was like damn I I blew one of my a big opportunity to gain representation and gain like some kind of uh, team that was support and help me. But then I was like nah, I didn't do that because I mean I'm here for a reason. They they asked me to come, they requested me, and they know I can do it. They know I can perform. I just had an off situation at the wrong time. Yeah, so, yeah it happens. Everywhere. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've felt that on numerous occasions, and I feel like it sucks because you can't dwell on it. Like, I had I had a big chance with a commercial agent, and I was like, you know, this is going to be my mm-hmm. career. This is going to be my career. Like, literally, was pumped. It, was, it was huge for me. And then I'm going to the meeting. It's great, whatever. And I was like, all I have to do is prove myself to these, these people, these other mm-hmm. people. And I thought I did, and I didn't. I get an email saying, you know, we're not going to sign you because of these reasons, da, 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 da. And it's just weird because it, there's, a, there's a level of, of shamelessness to acting and to, I guess, comedy. Like, you have mm-hmm. to sell yourself at some point. Yeah. But, like, I would rather just have managers or producers 
tell, I mean, not managers, I mean, not producers, but managers or agents tell people, hey, you should go check this guy out because this is, he's cool, he's, he's good, he's a good actor. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's so weird, like, you know, saying, hey, I'm great, you should, hi- you should hire it, me to do it, your thing. It is, it it's is, weird. it is a little, it does feel a little unhumble, like, and then you build this expectation up in people and then they, they come out and then they don't feel like you reached it. I know. Yeah. It's like it's like or like making making a movie or doing you know anything like making a movie acting in something like hey I was in this thing you should really see it and, and then you watch it with other people and you can feel them like yeah. not enjoying it and it's just like Ugh. and you gotta you gotta oh. fucking every play by play you're like trying to yeah but this happened because of this and yeah. and, and and this is you, but isn't you, it funny because of this situation like yeah it's like it's it's weird and, but like I have definitely felt that bomb before like I I think I think comedy. Theater and um, improv all share some things, but they're all completely different. Like, yeah. like what we were talking about earlier is, in improv, you really depend on other people. Other people, because you can't have an improv scene without uh, the other folks dealing we're dealing with other person, yeah. like accepting this reality that you're creating. Definitely. But like, you know, for comedy, it's just you. Yeah, you are you are the sole. You know, the purpose people are seeing you. Like, you're the reason why they mm-hmm. came. Wh- whatever happens, you have to make sure that your material is, is on, point. on point. Awesome. Nice, man. Yeah. You have to really, you have to really put your, get your head in the game and not sure. be a Cam Newton. And I think, and I think, for, <laughs> I think for theater, I think for theater, like, you, you, people are expecting, especially if you're doing a play that, like, people know about. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's like a, like a Shakespeare, let's just say Shakespeare play or whatever. Everybody knows what to expect you have to perform it well. You have to do what. So like, yeah. you drop a line, and you don't know how to handle it. You know, it, it's you gotta it's, run over it. Yeah. You know what's weird about this? Uh, that you're, yeah, I know you guys are. You guys are kind of in the same boat on, on this, but on the other side of the lens, it's this. It's almost the same because like, when you sign up for a job, right, or you get called for a job, mm-hmm. they expect you to know certain skills, mm-hmm. and sometimes. Sometimes you'll get like the super green, don't know anything, or sometimes you know you'll get some people. There's like three varies. You get that. You get some people that know some things, maybe not all down to textbook. You know what I'm saying? And then you you got these fucking all stars, whatever. Oh yeah, that, that are like killers. Shit. That are really killers in, in the game. They're killers, and then you got the rando card, mm. right? The rando card is the people that play like they know. They're, they, they're the all-star. Those they're really just me. an asshole. They frustrate me so bad. I don't know and, shit. And they blame other people for their mistakes. Yeah, oh my exactly. God. It was because of that motherfucker. I would have had it. Exactly. Or, There's or so like, many people like someone that. Someone's always taking care of that. Someone, oh, I had that. Oh, they, can they always, were supposed to do this. They can always find if a way to, to get out of their situation. Hear, yeah. They were supposed to do this again. Bruh, I'm snapping somebody's neck. Bow. Done. <laughs> Yeah. Done. Sorry. I hear that a lot on, 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 on sets as far as like the background is concerned because I had a friend that used to do um, he used to do a set production. Yeah. So he used to like and then he he they would let him leave him in charge in certain areas like he would set up a, a office or something like okay it's gonna be like this. This is your area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is this is how they set it and look. And then you got you got people. Who who was like, oh yeah, it's cool, just be over here. And then he he's like, no, I put them over there for a fucking reason. Who told you to? Exactly. There's a couple of people got kicked off. Set all right, so I got like <laughs> I got like six months until I can talk about 
some stories. But <laughs> <laughs> chill, chill some NDAs. The major action, y'all got to stay tuned. Uh, yeah. Damn. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. December is gonna be pretty gnar. But anyway, uh, there's um particular situations I was thinking about the other day, last night actually. I had like a 15 hour day last night. All right. And then, um, or yesterday. And um, that was on the back of a 14-hour day, which was on the back of another 14, the whole week, 14-hour days. Okay? So I'm like, I'm pretty drained, all right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, there's just stuff like that happening, (laughs) right? And I'm just like, I'm sitting there like, I unplugged my radio, Dude, I was like, oh, I'm done, man. Took I'm off that done. fucking earpiece. For, yeah. Oh, dude, earpiece was wrapped in my back pocket. <laughs> Swear to you. I mean, the, what happened, it was raining yesterday in LA, which is fucking oh, yeah. so weird, right? So mm-hmm. rain hardcore. So my shit broke. Like, the, something got in my uh, talking part and was broken. Like, mm. I could not say anything to anyone, but I could hear everything they were saying. And they were saying, everything they were saying, well, the pissing thing, you off? Not that it was. It was like one of those situations where, like, when you're on the other side of the camera, people are calling for you and they they want you immediately. You yeah. know? Yeah. And I'm clicking. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. They couldn't change it out for you. That's the thing, though. We we're on we we're on location, mm-hmm. so our base where we're all of our shit is mm-hmm. is a, a miles away. Oh, you guys didn't have the truck. No. I mean the light. Like, yeah, we didn't diesel. have our stuff with oh, us. Okay. Like we had, we had like a home base, and then we had like, um, it was like whatever you need is here, mm-hmm. but like whatever that can stay is staying at base, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just shit like that, and I was just like, dude, I can't, I can't with you right now. I can't. So <laughs> like, um, I literally at one point, I was like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this thing off. It's like it's broken. Uh, if you, you need me, um, we're in the front yard, you know, fuck off. Yeah. So, uh, and it's raining. So everyone's in a bad mood anyways, cause people in LA don't like rain. Yeah. So uh, I completely feel what you guys are talking about. Like yeah. the little, the little things we keep going back to the little things so on the show. Little, yeah, man. The details, man, the details of every situation <sighs> got to pay attention to them. And I, and I, 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 I like detail in my life. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, me and me and Drew keep revisiting the little things. It's yeah. been a, it's been an oncurring topic in in our in and, this and show. That's the, that's the main thing about the industry that we're in. Though even the higher ups, you need to treat people like you would want to be treated because regardless, like it doesn't. Yeah. We don't give a shit about your status. We don't give a shit whether or not you you directed this or you did this. It's just like no. why the fuck would we want to work with you if you're gonna treat us like shit? You no know? fucks given for you. It's like unless you're a nice person. No think, fucks. But you know what else though? What? Sometimes the meanest, shittiest people have well, a knack for producing the best quality you know, shit. You're you're right. You're you're com- you be like you piece of shit right. person, and then they're Why like, we so can't, good? we can't, we can't get rid of him. He he no, does what I, we need. Dude, and you're no, just I, like you're like you know what? Completely right. You got to mentally prepare yourself for the for the shitty That's, situation. There's yeah. there's a reason why we're talking about those people because they just so happen to be really good at what they do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? And that's why we have to deal with them. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, sometimes those people, the shitty part about them is just their work self. You know, like say you say you're at a rap rap thing or whatever, you're grabbing a, a drink or whatever with them, mm-hmm. and they're literally the coolest person. They're just yeah. like 
They want their shit done a certain way, mm-hmm. and this is Bruh. the way it happens. And if it doesn't happen that way, they fucking flipping wigs. They are a different human, you know. Dude, they're done. I I I had a boss like that, man, and he. That's exactly how he was. He if if he fucked up, mm. he would make it the it's littlest everybody. thing. He would yeah. be like, you know what? It's cool. This and this, we'll just fix it right here. Uh, but if it was somebody else. He's fucking. He's digging. He's getting a shovel and he's digging their grave for him. He's like, you're you're fucking out of here, bro. <laughs> I've, exper- I've experienced that so much. Like, I had this one editor uh, that I was co-editing this project with, and I mean, I fucking could not stand working with them. And like every time they kept trying to micromanage me. Yeah. And it's like we're doing two different things. You you can't do that. You can't yeah. you can't tell me what to do. And then uh, we decided, you know, after the project would go out, had the best time, just fucking best friends. Like, yeah. we should have been hanging out, you know, from the beginning of, you know, whatever. It's just exactly. not it's a, weird. It's it's a it's it's different relationships out there, and you just gotta find if you're doing something on a on a um, on a on a personal level, uh-huh. and it's for your your business or you something a project you want to put together, then you gotta get people that's gonna gel with you, mm-hmm. or yeah. you gotta suck it up and take the asshole. That's true. Yeah, you know I mean, because if you take true. the asshole, you're gonna have to take it his way or, or the highway or let him know that you're in charge, and he'll respect your opinion more. That's a true story. Yeah, you know I mean, um, it's a, it's, a, it's got to be a firm establishment with anybody. Yeah, yeah, ex- I mean, absolutely. So, Vaughn, do you do comedy full time now? Is that is that your whole thing, or do you got to supplement? I have to. It's comedy is part time. Okay. You know, uh, when I do get a chance, an opportunity to go out of state, I I jump at it. And yeah. with my um, my other uh, financial situation, uh, it's more lenient towards me leaving and going oh, okay, to do right. something. So, so it, it I can work it around my schedule. So you have a supporting backup. Exactly. Nice, nice. And I mean, got to keep the lights on. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. In the gym. <laughs> um, where can people find you, Vaughn? Oh, they can find me at uh, www.vonroberts.com or they can find me at, at Von Roberts, every piece of social media that exists. And, um, uh, and, and Roberts is spelled R O B U R T S. That's the thing. There you go. Drew threw me off on that one. I, I, yeah, I, I sent him your info. Or so yeah, he I was could, like, that's not right. I sent him, dude, there's another Von Roberts. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's with the OR. He sent me a picture. Oh. He sent me a picture like, of this, this guy. This picture of this guy. And I was like, and it's like, like, and some, it's like some guy, some actors just like headshots like this. Oh, yeah. It's like, and I was like, what? Super. <laughs> Is he, suited up, like, is it a light skinned dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking you know, about. He's right? a he's a model. <laughs> yeah. But only me and him come up. But if you type me in on Google, I'm gonna come up before him. Alright, so nice. hit that U R when yeah. you when you do that. You hit the U R. Oh uh, uh, what um, what what can we where can we catch you at in the, in the future? Oh, this is gonna go up on a Wednesday. Probably. I I on next Wednesday, huh? Yes. Well the Thursday well this if in that case, this Thursday. Okay. Tomorrow. Uh, the uh, April fourteenth. Okay. I'm gonna be producing a show called Peer Pressure. It's a comedy show I've been producing for a year and nice. some change now, and uh, I'm having all kinds of uh, known comedians on there. Last show we had London Brown. Um, London Brown, if if you're not familiar with him, he's on the Baller Show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with on the HBO. Rock. And they're doing. They're in their That's second season. Deal. They're doing well. He's also a comedian too, so he was on the okay. show. 
We have uh, a lot of internet personalities. Uh, like um, I co-host the show uh, nowadays with uh, my bro Trey Mo. He's a internet personality. He does a lot of YouTube vids and stuff like that. Yeah, so you've probably seen his vids. Yeah, the uh, the the cast is usually very uh, eclectic. Like uh, we got we got Jordan Rock on this next show, which okay. is Chris Rock's little brother. So oh, wow. he's and he's on um he's on a Netflix series. Uh, right now too I, um, I forgot what it's called but if you type in Jordan Rock I'm pretty sure it'll come up yeah, yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. Where's, where's Peer, uh, Peer, Peer, Peer Pressure Peer is gonna be in a well I call it Beverly Hills but people say it's the outskirts of Beverly Hills which is uh, right next to the third which is right next to the Grove Oh, okay. That, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I still claim Beverly Hills, whatever. Yeah. It's La Brea and um, so La Brea West and, LA and, whatever. and Beverly. The West Side. Yeah, yeah. West Side. All right, cool. Awesome. I mean, uh, at the Tao Comedy even... Studio. And Tao you, Comedy Studio. And nice. you got some of your material on SoundCloud, right? Of course. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, SoundCloud yeah. at Von Roberts. Awesome. Von Roberts. Oh, that's super red oh i wanted to ask you shit we didn't even talk about your producing shit you didn't we didn't i didn't know about that oh well, yeah we i mean well hey i mean yeah, yeah. what's uh, up with this man I, I i produce comedy shows i do that you know what i'm saying i had to learn how i basically learned it from nichelle murdoch she produces a lot of shows around town and in detroit and uh you went to detroit no i haven't been to detroit oh, yet okay. but she produces shows out there i'll be out there soon it's a bomb and show. she's uh yeah, it's a bombshell, but they got a lot of great comedians and comics coming out the, of that the area. Thing, that's the thing, a lot of dude, talent dude. down there. When it's just, when she it's hard to get them out of. Like the fucking the 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 flame just fucking rises from the you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's weird. It, it, when you go, you'll see, dude. It's, yeah, it's it looks like it's bombed out. It's yeah, it, it, it a lot of abandoned houses. So I read about. Oh, and the Flint, Michigan thing was just oh, terrible, that's too. terrible, terrible, and that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, because no, the no, no, area no. is the area. They don't feel like the area is important, so there's it's, it's lack of productivity too, on it. I have homies in, in Detroit. Right? Mm -hmm. My my wife's best friend lives outside of Detroit, mm -hmm. so we went up for their wedding last year, and I'd been up before as well for a show. But it's it's beautiful up there. Oh, it's yeah. just like it's beautiful, but like. That just like Chicago right now, you mm -hmm. know, people are uh, are talking about this uh, about Chirac and all this, whatever. Yeah, it's like Detroit. Detroit needs love, man. It's, yeah, it, it's got so much history, but it's just it's just fucked. Like people oh, yeah. forgot about it. It's 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 not bringing in a lot of profit right now. No, and that's what it is. No. And you know what sucks too is particularly with with our businesses. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to my boy up there, and he was saying that. They were building a studio because a lot of shit films up there, like like uh, I think Transformer stuff like that. Like yeah, brings, brings in a lot of money but because then, it's cheaper to film. You can get the sets for, for fucking nothing. damn near you nothing. Can buy the fucking house. Like give it to somebody later. Yeah. So, but the thing is, they took away the film incentives. Just mm. so mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. backed out of building the studio. So it's gonna stay shitty. Mm. Just like what Georgia just tried to do, and then they got butt fucked by AMC and Disney. And they said, nah, you passed that whatever gay rights bill, whatever the hell it was, that uh, weren't equal opportunity or equal service or whatever mm -hmm. the hell bill was. Were you talking about Mississippi? No, Georgia. Did you hear about this? Yeah, they, it's well, a bill they got passed that affected the whole entertainment industry down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, uh, Disney and AMC and a couple other people were like, we're not going to film in Georgia if you pass this bill. Yeah. 
and it literally got dropped because of that. Fuck. Nuts. Nuts. Because yeah. like, Walking Dead is killing right now, dude, bro. I, I can't that, wait to see. Finale, I was oh. angry because I'm like, what the? F <laughs> Who the hell is Lucille beating on? Who, my Who dude, is my it? Dude, the bat, though, at the end. I, they chose oh. the right person for that. It was either him dude, or the guy perfect. from Mad Men. It was, oh, I feel you. I feel it you. was either him or I him. You. And they did good. It was it was proper. Like the way they end. I mean, it was. It was I was so fun. mad for them. But it's a lot of speculation going on. They're saying that that you new read girl, up on it though. I I have been watching a lot of YouTube vids on it. Okay, okay. so you so you know you know the the prospects. Yeah, that yeah. They may, they may not be that. They're saying it's Glenn. Glenn might have hit the end of his Glenn, road. Oh, maybe no. Glenn. And you know they said some shit. Uh, homeboy was supposed to die with red hair. You know. Oh yeah, the, he the, was supposed to die instead of that nurse chick. Mm -hmm. so, Spoiler alert! Yes, fuck it. You should be watching Walking Dead. Fuck you. Yeah, so you anyway. should be watching it. Like I'm gonna like to not tomorrow. I'm gonna be watching the Fear of the Walking Dead because I like mm -hmm. the Los Angeles version that's too. My dude, that's my dude. That main that main actor though, yeah. dude came up though. You know, yeah. you know he was one, one young Voldemort though, in one of the Harry Potters. Did you know that? I didn't know that. The dude, the the one that's a heroin addict. Oh, he was. He was. He was interesting, interesting. legit. Uh, he was. One, I mean, that's where you start in that Potter series. Though. Speaking of today, the day we're filming, I think is it the seventh or the eighth? No, it's seventh. We were on the ninth, bro. They're the ninth. On the seventh, they opened. Oh, uh, uh, the seventh, they opened Potter World. They opened up here Potter in World LA in the University Studios. Universal so Studios. Go check that shit out when it's not raining. Yeah, uh, go walk around Universal Studios, man. Yeah, you'll I'm, see some weird shit. I have a weird history with Universal Studios, so I probably won't be there. I used to work there. I used to be one of the green shirts. Oh, shit, really? And used really? to wear the high water pants. Nice. Up my ass. With the, with the white socks? Nah, I used to wear black socks. Ooh, I couldn't go that. Couldn't, I couldn't do it all that, man. Oh, but I had, to, I had the cleanup pouch. I used to wipe down the tables right in front of the uh, chicken spot where yeah. you get them fucking yeah. Cinnabons from, bro. <laughs> so Fucking Bart Simpson. Boy, uh, boy Vaughn, <laughs> cleaning it up for you, you filthy bastards. Filthy bastards. Chicken <laughs> wings every day. Every day. <laughs> fucking oh, big blocks man. of chicken in front of the uh, Flintstone area. Oh, shit. Ooh, <clears throat> he terrible. bastards in the Flintstone area. Yeah. Um, so, anyways. Vaughn, where can we... <clears throat> find you and see you and where you already talked about where's next but uh where are you gonna do stand-up next you didn't say that i'm gonna be doing stand i do stand-up in my shows too i host them at the, at the peer pressure oh, the, peer, the pressure. peer pressure and okay. then on on saturday i'm gonna be doing uh this show called neutral ground where i do stand-up there too oh okay cool nice. I did, I, yeah. okay what is the what is the venue for peer pressure Tao Comedy Studio, man. Tao Comedy Studio. You know it's Cross Streets? Uh, the Cross Streets are La Brea and Beverly. But you can follow my Instagram, and I got a flyer on there for you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know I man. Instagram, Von Instagram, Roberts. Instagram, Von Roberts. Von Roberts. Von Roberts. With a U, not With a, a U. Get it's, it right. It's V-O-N. There you go. R-O-B-U-R-T-S. And that's like basically all your stuff. All so of them. Shit. Hit them up on SoundCloud. Hit them on Instagram, Twitter. I, yeah, Twitter, all of that. Twitter, I dropped um, Facebook. It's weird because I'm like one of the I'm I'm actually the first comedian to drop a, a comedy mixtape, which is like a I saw blend that of like, I was yeah, like, oh shit! It's like, like a blend of just random bits and jokes. Uh, me nice. working out and just and is rough audio, but is is it's got a nice feel to it. It's very it's very artsy. 
Nice. Great. I nice. try to I try to be on my Kanye West and his comedy ooh, world type ooh, shit. Ooh, you that mobile type? Ooh. The more artsy type, because the mogul type, you gotta have some kind of sense of uh, a mean, monetary gain. You have to have like, oh damn, I haven't yeah, gained yeah. that like Sorry, Kanye. that like mindset <laughs> of like, I haven't gained that mindset like Kanye, where he just he knows like, okay, I'm gonna make this much from it, and yeah, I yeah. need to get this amount of money in in this. I haven't I haven't found oh, that yet. Oh shit! Well, but I once I get that business the, mindset, then I'll be entrepreneur all right. Entrepreneur experience. Experimental. You know, you'll get that though. You know, because I'm too, I'm too, I'm, I'm too like for the people right now. I'm in this a stage in my yeah. life where I'm for the people, so I'm like, man, give them the art free, man. Do this for free, I man. Like, do I that, feel like man. that's good for our careers at this point. <laughs> he's life, like, man. he's like, that's dumb. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's good for the career. I'm all about that because, that. like I said, like for your set, like people are gonna know when you're genuine. People are gonna know when you're for them. People, mm-hmm. So that's a yeah, good yeah. thing. No, yeah. yeah, it's for sure good. For sure. So you, yes. What is that? that Where are you going? I didn't go with the end of it. No, 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 no. We got to sign off. One more thing before we sign off. We gotta get. We gotta give props again to our Mumford Brewer. Oh yeah, Mumford Brewer. Mumford Brewing Co. Uh, Go find them uh, downtown LA in the Arts District. Um, Hit up your boys. Both both the Mumford brothers. Uh, They're they're awesome. Los Angeles, California. Let them know Quick Sixer told you about them, and uh, and they'll be psyched. They'll be psyched. Uh, But anyways, yeah, hit them up on all their social medias at Mumford Brewing, and their website MumfordBrewing.com. They're uh, off Boyd and Fourth Street. I'm about to follow them right now. Hope yeah, they yeah. Fo- hopefully they follow black follow back. You know what I'm saying? I give people 24 <laughs> hours to follow me back. I don't I don't follow you on social media if you ain't following me, man. I ain't no fan, man. I'm oh, just a supporter, shit. baby. Yeah. Mumford Brewing. I yeah. love the Jeff. 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 I, I'm a big fan of the Beckham's. Beckham's was my favorite. My name is Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. That's what I try to do. I'm Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Oh man, so uh, yeah, go hit your boys up, quicksisterpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, go figure he... out your boys over at Mumford Brewing. Hit your boy up, Vaughn, at everything he's on. And at what, what, what do you what do you want to plug? You want to plug anything right now? Uh, besides all your social medias, the social medias, man, just stay tuned. I got I'm got a project, a couple of projects I'm working on right now. I can't discuss, but when they come out, you'll know about them. Yeah, For sure. So go follow your boy. You follow then, me uh, at, at Drew Pasley on everything Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Drew. Is it D R W D R E W P A S L A Y? Drunk ass. And your boy Fat R's at P A T underscore A R T U S. Go hit us up uh, if you want any topics or anything. Hit us up at quicksisterpodcast.com. Uh, all that shit, you know. You know, it's, it's your boys. It's your boys. So, bye. Goodbye.